DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Draft heads, what is going on? Welcome into the KPC. My name is Joe Williams. I'll be your host for this particular episode. Thanks so much for joining us here after uh, after draft miss, but before the new year. Uh, hope everyone's holidays were fantastic, and hope that uh, draft miss brought you much victory and much joy. The most important holiday of all, draft miss, of course. Uh, if you did not get to celebrate our draft miss with us, go back to the last episode. Um, we were quite festive quite merry uh, and and partake in draft miss. But if not, that's okay. Uh, today, we're going to look forward and we're going to have a good time looking forward to January and, and all of the transfers or lack thereof, maybe. Um, spoiler alert, that, that might be coming in uh, the January transfer window. So welcome in. Just some reminders quick uh, before we kind of kick things off. The KeePass Collective, of course, the, the audio companion to the Draft Society website. of course is um the audio companion um sorry the keep ass collective is the audio companion to the draft society website is going to be um your one-stop shop for everything draft related so it's basically we've got everything you need in order to dominate the draft fantasy football game check it out that is where you need to go um for your consensus rankings for your waiver wire articles every single week your sleepers 11 um, draft statistics that um, are not found literally anywhere else um, that we kind of, you know, literally in-house, we keep them up all season um, and do all the maths and everything for you. So, so come and check that out. Those are all completely free on our site. If you're willing to support an independent fantasy football website, which we love and appreciate those of you who already do, you're going to get a lot more. Uh, rest of season player rankings every single week. You're going to get player points projections every single week, consensus rankings every international break that are sortable, um, top 150. You're going to get extra articles like Ryan's Ghost Point Hunter article, um, fixture difficulty tracker, which is built into uh, our fantasy toolkit. There's just a ton of stuff. And then also, I mean, of course, there are ways for you to contact us without anyone in your league knowing um, via confidential email if you have any queries about trade advice. So we think it's definitely worth it. And if you're willing to um, sign up for the season pass, you'll actually get the fantasy toolkit as well, which is going to give you bespoke advice, literally specific to your league, who, according to like our calculations, according to um, our projections, according to the weekly projections, the rankings, all these things, who should you pick up? Uh, who should you trade? Who, what, you know, what, what trade value do each of your players have? Uh, what is your entire roster value versus the rest of the roster values in your league? Um, fixture difficulty tracker, like I mentioned, it, it's incredible. It's honestly amazing. Uh, it's our crown jewel. And uh, if you sign up for the the season pass, you'll get that. And right now, there is a sale actually going on for the season pass. So if you're interested, if you've always thought about supporting us and um, just kind of thought eh, maybe some other time, now would be an awesome time. 
um, you can get it for $30 for the rest of the entire season. And uh, that will include that that draft toolkit that uh, that I was just mentioning. So it'd be an amazing way to support us, amazing way to um, kind of show your show your love for the draft community uh, and let us keep doing what we're doing, hopefully for years to come. Let's say hey to everybody who is in chat. Welcome, guys. How is everybody? Um, Tom, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, we've, we will talk about Joe Pedro in just a second. Um, <laughs> uh, Pubs with Ab, what's going on? Ben Chickens, how are you? Simon, hey, man, how's it going? We haven't seen you uh, on the live show. So happy you're here. Draft Espresso, back as usual. Um, all all the all, all the, the, the heavy hitters, all the, the names we know and love. You guys are amazing. Thanks for the support. If anybody else has ever thought about joining us, we usually do this Wednesdays um, or Thursdays. This week it was on Thursday, but usually it's Wednesdays. Join us on the live stream. It's about 5-ish, 5.30 um, Eastern time normally. Otherwise, it'll always be a podcast as well if you want to join later. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and uh, bring in my cohorts for this particular episode, Toddy and Sanji from Banta Boys, um, and of course from the Draft Society as well, but uh, the Banta Boys podcast, if you don't listen to that, definitely do so um gentlemen how did uh how did well i guess we should catch up on draft miss how did how did your boxing day go and then uh how was this week uh, for you all <laughs> go ahead brag go ahead and brag <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to sanji first <laughs> well what do you got sanji it's not going to be as exciting clearly but <laughs> can't hear you man can't hear oh man you. that was anticlimactic Hello, can you hear me now? There he is. Yeah, so I, I think I had the complete opposite weekend to, to Totti. Um, I'm pretty sure I lost in all my leagues, but the most important thing is um, the team that I support got the win. So I'm okay. Good Christmas. Good Christmas. It, it happens, happens much uh, less frequently than you getting wins in France. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I had to get a Chelsea win, it might as well happen during Christmas, right? Because they are rare. So yeah, perfect gift, I think. The miracle. Yeah, love it. <laughs> How'd your weekend you. go, Tati? Yeah, I, how did your weekend uh, go? I heard I, you had a, another title and another one and another one. Another like, and another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, DJ Khaled over here. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, thanks for asking. That that feels nice. Uh, <laughs> um, I tried to be as um, civil about it as as uh, as I possibly could. I actually did the three-peat uh, in the Boxing Day Perfect 11. I don't know if you've heard this, if you've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm, I, I, I've said this before. I'm not a good Perfect 11 player. I'm, I do, I'm just not. Uh, I usually finish, like, uh, with the final day one, I usually finish, like, mid-table. I always fall all away uh, in the full season one some somehow this boxing day thing has my number so, yeah but i i'm actually and i don't want to sound disingenuous but i'm actually more happy that we had 77 active teams enter in the boxing day perfect 11 and it's not just because there was a shit ton of money to win <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's the fact that we have we have uh, we have got the community buzzing about about a little project that we did and and um, and it was fun it was fun uh, went down to the wire uh, last kick of the game or last kicks of the game 
Fantrax Flukes actually got got the second spot uh, on stats corrections for Garnacho. He he started the United game around tenth ish, so it was fun as well. Uh, but yeah, yeah, somehow. Somehow I keep winning that damn thing. That's awesome. Definitely, no, definitely not rigged, right? No, 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 no not rigged no. at all. No. Uh, I'm not a time traveler. The, this is where I promised, uh, I promised Tom that we would mention Joao Pedro because I knew you would mention Fantrax Flukes, and it just so happened that I faced him in the IGL Cup this week. Um, I'll name, a, I'll name just a couple of players that he had on his team this weekend: Pascal Gross. Dwight McNeil, James Ward-Prowse, Danny Welbeck, Joel Pedro. Safe to say, I did not prevail with a victory <laughs> this weekend in the IGL <laughs> Cup. <laughs> uh, it's all right. Um, some ridiculous scores this game week. I mean, just and, and from a lot of unexpected places, I would say. Um, did you guys, were you guys... Uh, thrown under the bus by these or did you benefit from them my bus was driven by them <laughs> who did you who did you have joel my, home league, my home league i had wood and joel pedro oh wow <laughs> <laughs> like a cool 80 from two Chris players wood <laughs> um wood. with uh, complemented by 40 ish from uh, gomez and taa Oh I ended up with 170 points. Unbelievable. Community, community League, I didn't have Wood. I didn't have um, Isak. Um, and I still ended up with 156. Jesus. I actually had returns from uh, nine players. That's incredible. So, yeah, it was a good week for me. Mm-hmm. I, I beat Prashant, um, famous fellow Chelsea fan, who amassed 127 points to lose. <laughs> that is gut-wrenching. What a rough... I know he'll listen to this, too. Sorry about that, Prash. That's a, that's a rough one. Um, wow. Wow. Brutal. Sanji? Oh, you're muted again, friend. There we Sorry, are. It's like I'm filling in for Ryan or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, again, I think it was just one of those opposite weeks again for me. It was not a good uh, fantasy week. Um, but I, I faced like a lot of the goal scorers and assisters and stuff. That was, it was spread like uh, the the 4-1 uh, Wolves win um, came up against like Toti getting an assist this week. I thought it was random as hell. Um, mm. We saw the likes of uh, Olise playing his best football like mm. looking like a, a first round second round pick at oh. the moment um he's a beaut the club world world cup club champions is that right world the, i think that's that's right yeah, yeah world club um no, club world cup club club world cup okay. there it is um, yeah what are the champions called the club yeah. world yeah. Cup champions mm-hmm. or the club world champions or the club champions of the world Let's have a chat. What what how what's the best way to say it? Um c- Club World Cup Champions is is that's my go-to, but yeah. I'm happy to be disagreed with. Yeah. 
But uh, the important it, thing is that nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you not care because it's not your team? Because I'm sure, like chickens and chat, definitely cares about it to some extent. I I doubt chickens. I doubt well, chickens. Cares. Did, did you care when we won it? I did not. Honestly, <laughs> really? I I, oh, I damn. I I cared that we won it, so that there was a tick behind it. Sure. I wouldn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like. I didn't watch the game. I I wasn't like. Wasn't like um, buzzing after you know like like when we won the uh, any other thing. Even yeah. The League Cup, <laughs> even the League Cup. Even the Carabao. Yeah. Totti, your your boy is back in form. Uh, Jack Grealish. Uh, no attacking returns. Near twelve and a half points. Um, how how are you feeling about him now, man? Are you trying to get him in your leagues now? I have I have him in one league where I traded out uh, Ward Prowse to get him a few weeks mm. ago. Oh wow! Uh, and I'm excited by that uh, prospect rest of the season as well. Although Ward Prowse hasn't hasn't um, taken a step back at all. Like he had a few off-ish games, but even those, he had like seven, eight points. I I, I feel. Yeah, um, but still single digits for a few a few weeks before this one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get him in, but I doubt I can get him in now. Like I wouldn't overpay. I still think that this is this is somewhat of a Mares like um, mirage that will shine bright and then extinguish with a flicker. Purple patch. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I, so I, un, unless there's an issue with Doku. Uh, I just feel that that um, that it's going to be a timeshare that that is not worth investing too much in. Like if I could get Doku for cheaper, I'd rather get the less fancied part of that timeshare. I like That's it. My two cents. All right. Well, we're here for a reason today, boys. We're going to talk transfers. So. We're going to jump into kind of our January transfer preview. And of course, this being the program that it is, uh, we'll of course kind of discuss the fantasy implications that that, that brings along with it. Um, but, uh, but generally, we're going to talk, you know, most of kind of the big teams and uh, some of the smaller ones that um, are going to be doing business this January. And we'll kind of talk about um, what that might, what effect that might have on the rest of the squad and what that might have on, on the rest of the league and all those things. So we'll get stuck into that in just a second. We'll end it with uh, waivers and stashes, your picks for this week. Um, and then, of course, in chat, if you guys have any questions as we go along or any comments, um, go ahead and comment those and we'll flash those on the screen and get to them if we can. So, yeah, this we got a, a lot to get to, guys. I've been spending most of the day today um, walking the dog and listening to various different transfer podcasts. So um, I have some knowledge to share, but certainly not as much as maybe um most people um but let's just see what we can do our powers combined a captain planet type of thing and uh we'll we'll go ahead and see if we can uh weigh in on this transfer window and and what we've got coming up so let's start with your team sanji chelsea so um from what i understand they are looking to bring in a striker and and it may or may not happen in january um they are still kind of like looking to see what they have in Nico. He's going to be gone for AFCON. 
So it does open up an interesting window into um, them, you know, needing to have some cover in that area. So of course, names like Tony and Oseman have been floated about. Um, Vlaovic as well, but I've heard that he is likely to stay until summer at the very least now. Um, so what are your thoughts or, or what have you heard on, on this particular talking point? Uh, to be honest, I really don't look into like transfer rumors and all that sort of stuff. I try not to stress about it because I just look at it once the club has actually signed a player. I don't think there's much sense in like discussing what ifs, this and that. I know for sure, um, like Pochettino has mentioned in, in the pressers before that he wants to bring some new blood into the club uh, and bring some changes. I mean, we could see some outs. Um, for example, like I know um, for podcast listeners that can't see the slide, but you've got like Gallagher's name mentioned here. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll see a couple surprise outs. Uh, wouldn't uh, surprise me to see maybe we get a, a fullback, um, maybe a versatile fullback that can play both sides because of the James surgery. I know Chilwell is rumored to be coming back soon, but I wouldn't be pinning my hopes there. Uh, so maybe there might be a defensive um, player you can bank on. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if we do get a striker. Um, maybe a striker of a similar mold to Jackson in the sense what he offers the team, but with a better finish. Because, I mean, he's getting the chances. It's just that he's not scoring them. So... That's probably one thing I'm I'm sure Poch will want to address and maybe fantasy managers can save their fab or their high waiver priority order for. Yeah, no, that 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 checks out. Um I can tell you from what I've heard of both of these players, Tony and Oshiman, uh, you're talking a hundred plus million. Um at at the least. Oshiman is gonna be more like one thirty, one forty, um, from what I understand that they're looking for. And I just I man, that's one of those. I just don't know if that's if that's on the table this January, but but maybe. I mean, um, Chelsea have been splashing the cash, so there are some FFP concerns, which you're going to see kind of be a theme this this January with a lot of teams. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, anybody else have any any thoughts on on Chelsea? Obviously, we as you as you kind of alluded to, Sanji, um, they've been shopping or they've said that they're willing to deal Gallagher, which. Honestly, I was flabbergasted by because he's been one of your absolute best players this season. I think that ties in well with the FFP thing, though. Like we've we've read enough and uh, heard enough about this, how the FFP works. That if you sell a homegrown player, then you get 100% profit towards your FFP budget, and then you buy 130 million Ivan Tony or whatever, and then make him sign a lifelong contract i mean have you seen i i mean i'm talking to the two americans and they're very um knowledgeable um trinidadian trinidadian how do you what what's the what's the nomenclature yeah yeah trinidadian there it is um but have you seen the the baseball contracts that oh. the two Japanese guys signed? The first one was... I think Ryan's more of a baseball guy than I am. Tell us I'm Ryan. not. I hate baseball. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so equally but... as... But the, I mean, I hate baseball as well, but that, <laughs> that uh, sort of came over the threshold of baseball hate, hatred. It's like... Same, same owners. Yeah. The Dodgers. 
So that's why you get the 12 year amortization with um with Otani. Yeah, but like he's collecting only two two million a year for the first ten years of his contract, and then getting like eight hundred million after ten years or something like that. Is that right? It's something, something like that ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. very backloaded. That is that is. It's smart. He won't. He won't waste it. <laughs> <laughs> won't, won't invest it or get interest on the next twelve years. But huh. still, I mean, at that point, when you're getting eight hundred million yeah. dollars yeah. in ten years, you just go into the shop and tell them, "I'll, I'll, I'll, I'll spot you in ten years." Yeah. Right. Right. The um. The January thing, I mean, when's the last time we saw any transaction over like 50 in January? Like this big money, really big money signings just don't, just don't. I mean, Mudrik, Mudrik was one. Again. <laughs> um, <laughs> A non-Chelsea transaction, you mean? Yeah, basically. Was Bruno over 50? No. Was, was like he not? 40, I think. Oh, what yeah, a bargain. It was very cheap. I'm just saying wow. these like really marquee big money signings. They almost never happen in January. So I don't see either of these happening. Um, Tony, maybe just because I think he'll end up being around like 80. Yeah, I think he would have gone uh, in the summer had he not gotten the ban. Yeah. Uh, for around 80 and... Could and uh, I I imagine Brentford didn't want to sell him for like sixty with the ban, so that they're holding out for eighty ish in January. Or I I'd, I'd expect them they that they want to keep him. I think it's gonna be something like the Caicedo thing that everyone's gonna be offering ridiculous uh, amounts, and then they ended up end up trying to keep him at all costs and then sell him for even more ridiculous amounts um, at the end of the season. Like, who would have thought that rejecting 70 million, was it, for Casado from Arsenal in <laughs> January last yeah. season yeah. was going to come and Brighton were going to come out winners from that. Cra yeah, yeah, crazy. They almost got twice as much. That's stupid. I have your answer quickly uh, here, Ryan. So mm -hmm. it goes um, it goes Coutinho, Enzo Fernandez, Virgil van Dijk, Coutinho to, to Villa? To Barcelona. To Barca. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Incoming, so. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be Enzo, um, Virgil, Mudrik, uh, let's see, Pulisic? Hmm. Oh, yeah, but they loaned him... They loaned him back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they loaned him back. And then Laporte, it looks like. Yeah. So anyway, then, yeah, no, no one to really write home Ob about. Aubameyang and Aubameyang's in there. Bruno. Yep, Bruno's in there. Ferran Torres. What? What? The thing that is um, common in almost all of them is that ne they never work out. Yeah, and or, and or aside from Bruno, right? They didn't they didn't massively affect um, the the fantasy landscape 
for the rest of the Diaz. season. Yeah. Bruno yeah. and uh Diaz. And, were, and Diaz as well. Yeah. Diaz so we'll keep an eye out for game. we'll keep an eye out for any of those. I think I mean I think either of these strikers would would be that. They would absolutely yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly like intra EPL stuff in January. That's yeah. No, yeah, those no, are we'll the ones. talk about that. And yeah, that's the they, thing. I, I would love, I would love to see Gallagher on a different team where he could have a little bit more freedom and and just be more creative. Um, but he's already going to be rostered in every one of your leagues, so yeah. it's almost not really worth spending a bunch of time on talking about him. Um, yeah. Other Chelsea names: uh, Sanji potentially outgoing. I heard the likes of potentially Broya, um, even uh, Chalaba. I heard um, talked about as well. Who's that, Trevo? Yeah, Trevo. Mm, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I, I, I think again defensively, like we've got a plethora of centre backs. We're not playing a back three, so we're probably gonna get some sort of a fullback cover or yeah. defender or whatever. Um, again, don't bank on Chile. Don't bank on James. Yeah. Um, we need to clean house a bit. Like even with Gallagher leaving, uh, I know. Like yes, he's he's been fantastic on all that. But uh, Romeo Lavia, I think, got his first few minutes this game week as well. We saw him on the pitch. I don't think it was anything to uh, to to like scream about, or whatever, write home about. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like uh, depth is is an issue. Um, I think a bit of uh, more outgoings and ingoings might be better for the club. But again, with all these FFP rules and all that. Yeah, there there could be some some surprise transfers out, but I mean that that's always been the case with Chelsea, right? They have a shitload of talent that they don't properly utilize, and uh, some other club will thrive from it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, Ryan, from one side of London to the other, let's go with Arsenal. Oh. So, big money striker incoming. I mean, after what I just witnessed, <laughs> I hope so. Jesus. Yeah, the only, normally I'd say no because again the the normal way of things is that these big money signings don't happen in January; they happen in the summer. However, um, lacking that one final piece for a title charge is something that can put a deal like this over the top. And there's no doubt about it. Need a need a proper uh, number nine slash finisher. So um, if we wanted to go all in on on Tony, then uh, Eddie would would have to leave, and I don't think we'd have any shortage of of suitors from from mid table clubs. So I think one would go with the other, and performances like what we just witnessed might push the front office to to finance a deal like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, you would think they would have learned from their short staffedness last season. Um they're shallow I mean, we got depth. Yeah, well, yeah. But I've heard he's he's potentially uh leaving for where was it? I can't remember. I saw the story earlier today. Somewhere uh, in Italy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, anyway. There's there's headlines about him, but <laughs> I didn't really care enough to put it on the slide. <laughs> nor nor should you. Yeah. But I mean, again, uh, Tony is Tony's one of those that's going to be rostered everywhere. Um, if if he makes the move, do you see him slotting right in, or is it a betting in process? Um, if he wasn't 
on the couch for the last five six months i'd say he probably go in but um yeah i think because of that it'll be a it'll be a betting in process plus the the system and all of that so i i still would assume that it would be um jesus up top but um slowly but surely tony probably getting in yeah fair enough and you mentioned niketia let's talk about him quick so um do you see any landing spots for him that would be juicy um i think there's a plethora of clubs that uh need um or would be in the market for somebody like him um palace is always in the market um west ham would really benefit oh, yeah. from um being able to put bowen back on the wing and have an actual striker to um to ping in balls to so those would be the two that jump out um even even a club like wolves um yeah there's there's a there's a fair amount i would say we're going going back the other way to brentford yeah that's that, true that actually yeah i could see that that would yeah i mean the the big the big thing that would be keeping brentford from getting rid of him obviously is like mbomo's out they're technically in a relegation battle at this point um so yeah if they the only way they'd be persuaded to to give up um tony would be to get something in return and i mean he has his faults but he's technically a pr premier league proven striker um in Ketia. so it would make a lot of sense to do in Ketia plus 40 or 50 um to grease that that transaction yeah. so we'll see such a great segue as uh, viewers can see on the screen. Um, we're talking Brentford next. So the really only thing to talk about here is not really transfers in um, unless it would be in Katia, but otherwise um, it's, it's more about Tony leaving and, and all this to say that from what I've heard from most people, um, the sky sports, uh, what's his name on there? Uh, Darmish, uh, Darmish F. He is pretty convinced that, um, that Tony stays until the summer. Um, but, uh, but you know, that being said, if he, if he's to leave, we've seen now half a season of Brent, a uh, Tony list Brentford, and now we have Mbomo out for months. Um, so are we pretty concerned about them just generally and, and their attacking output? I think we are. Um, and I think we like, they did well without Tony. They, um, Without the Ambono injury, I think they would would be more comfortable going into January trying to get the best deal for Tony and then going forward without him. But yeah, as you guys said, the next six to eight games with no with with this that that um, that they have available right now, even if Shade is back soon hopefully um, he, it's still too too uh, too too little so they need to they need to do something about that a random aside um is it time to pick him up are you are you ready to pick him up yet or are you still waiting Shade, that is i haven't seen him in training i haven't seen him on the bench I, no all right it's been a weird week for me. I'm I'm not doing super well in my league, so I'm like 
I'm in that really weird territory of, you know, are you going to start trying to stash these guys that are coming back from injury? And that's always a slippery slope, as you know, because there's, you know, some that won't come right back in some that, you know, will be training on grass for like two months. Um, so, so yeah, it's just one of those. I'm sure we'll cover that in future episodes. Nice. All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, Tottenham. So Spurs are looking for a center back. That is their absolute main priority. Um, Pochettino has said as much. Uh, so that is coming in one way or another. Um, that's almost a guarantee at this point. I don't know that there's a ton to talk about fantasy wise there. Um, they do okay. Their center backs, depending on who it is. Um, but, um, didn't do okay know, tonight though. Right. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Draft espresso. <laughs> I heard um, it too. I'm, I'm Freud, Freud was right. Living in the past. Yeah, I know. If only. If only. <laughs> um, no, but Postacoglu is so charming, Ryan. How would I want to... Why would I want okay. anybody else to be in that role at the moment? He's so charming. Nope. He's so funny. Mate, he, says, I get he, says, it. he says mate. I get it, mate. I get it. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Chelsea fans. Um, all right. So, what do we think about center back? I don't want to. I don't want any part of it in fantasy, but it will definitely make them not play Emerson Royale at centre back. So it should help them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's. I mean, let's be honest. There's just not a ton to say about this. Like, I don't know. I don't know where we're supposed to go with this. Um, I mean, if, Gall- if, if Gallagher goes there. Then I want I want me a piece of that, but uh, absolutely. But I doubt that they let him go to Spurs. But then again, Todd's gonna Todd. Todd's gonna Todd. Let's entertain that for a second. So apparently they they're up to about thirty five in um, what they're willing to spend on Gallagher. Or so they've said um, to to sources, quote unquote, and uh, and. According to Chelsea, they're going to want 45 or 50 um, for Gallagher, somewhere in there between 40 and 50. And so there's obviously still a gap there. But were, were Gallagher to go to Tottenham, um, are you worried about him cannibalizing any of Madison's points? <coughs> mm, not really. He's no, not no, going to be on sets. Um, I think he'll play that... Papisar, um, Basuma role. So it'll be active and I think it'll be able to get up get points, but I don't think it would it would take away from Madison per se. Yeah, and he would play yeah, he he he's already shown at Chelsea at times that he could play further back and still be effective. So you'd just be you'd just be a DM ish kind of scorer that that is that slightly above in scoring and in potential upside that you want him to just just carry the load on your uh, on your fantasy team. Yeah. And we all know enough at this point to not get excited at least fantasy-wise about any Calvin Phillips rumors. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, moving along. 
Let's talk Man City. So, again, they're likely to deal um, Calvin Phillips. They've talked about that. Um, they are actually willing to loan him, which would um, solve some FFP issues for some clubs that maybe we'll mention another one later. Uh, but um, that's really about it for them. They've looked at Claudio Echeverri, who is an attacking mid from River Plate. Um, this is a 17-year-old kid, and they're super excited about him, but he's going to get loaned out, I think, immediately. Um, so not one to get excited about, at least now. Um, but other than that, I've heard nothing in terms of incomings for Manchester City. So I don't really have a whole lot there. Anybody hear anything else? Nope. I haven't heard anything, um, but they're always good for a surprise. Yeah, that's... That is true. Well, I doubt they they spend big. All right. Okay, Toddy, I'm going to bring this one back to you. Uh, let's talk Liverpool. So uh, everybody's afraid of Salah going to Saudi Arabia. From what I've heard, um, most of the Saudi Arabian clubs um, have sort of hit like their spending cap for the season. I didn't know they had one, but <laughs> apparently it, it actually exists. Um so Sky News Strange is reporting, time. yeah. Sky News is reporting almost no no chance uh, of him going in January. Are, is there any like part in the back of your brain that's nervous about On, it? Honestly, um, with this um, surprising uh, position that they're in, I don't think there would be any amount of money that. What What is the surprising be... position? First. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you just mean in terms of okay, like like I didn't think anyone at Liverpool expected them to challenge for the title with a fully revamped midfield right. um this season. I think they were they were aiming for a, a top 4 challenge, kind of embracing not getting there, but but I and I wouldn't I wouldn't even confidently say that this is a title challenge yet but yeah. with with um all of the other teams around them not um overly convincing it might just be a title challenge uh when it comes to march i i i mean liverpool traditionally are horrendous in january like, yeah <laughs> Whopper horrendous. So, <laughs> if they are, if they are, in and around the top two, mid February, I would say, or end of February, I would say that this is a title challenge. But saying that, letting Salah leave, um, would be like I, he still has a year to go. They would probably be able to get the same amount of money in in the summer um if yeah. it was offered um especially and, from saudi right exactly like yeah. he's yeah he's he's bound to end up there um so so yeah i that i i i i would bet a lot of money uh on salah staying otherwise i I think they're in a good position, in a sense, similarly to the Luis Diaz deal, that they they will have their summer targets and they can pounce if they feel that there is some movement. 
but but they won't do any business that they don't need to do and and i don't think they need to do any business honestly like i think i think um uh this left back situation is a bit concerning but uh the fact that kwanza has really stepped up in cb they don't need gomez to deputize there that much and they can manage konate's minutes meaning meaning um that they're set for left back until Robertson comes back and plays the rest of the games. So you're pouring cold water on this report that I read today about Anthony Robinson potentially coming to Liverpool, which I was. I mean, I, I, would, I would question the source there, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I'm pouring a lot of cold water. On I would love that. I would love that. Let's get an American on this team, man. Um, Anyway, yeah, I I agree. Was, um, was Bradfield Friedel the last American on on Liverpool? Yeah. Mm. Mm, yes. Last American on Liverpool. Yes. He was okay. on Liverpool. I just remember him from from Villa. He was. He was. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. But yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, so, Tadia, does that mean that you don't think? Because um, there have been uh, some murmurings about still looking for a, a defensive mid, um, in that you know Endo hasn't really panned out in the way they'd hoped, and so they're kind of he's been, looking. He's been really good last two games. Last couple uh, games, I, I agree. But it, yeah, it yeah. took. And he's going away for the Asia Cup as well, so I could see it happening. But I don't think they will jump the gun. Like I, yeah. I think. I think they would rather do business in in the summer. Yeah. If they can advance their business and 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 get into a position where they can kind of have deals done set up so that um, they can announce them and get people um, in the door first day of of the summer, then sure. that would be good. But other than that, I don't think they're gonna do any business. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. Yes, he would. Thank you, Ben Chickens in chat. Says Anthony would be a great fit. He absolutely would. I, I can't agree more. Um, all right. This next one, uh, we're going to talk Brighton quickly only because um, it, there's chatter around Ferguson. Um, you know, you guys talked last pod about him being, was it you, Toddy, who said the next $100 million? Um, yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, that's from everything I've I've read. That's unlikely uh, in January. Have you heard anything else around um, with all their injury woes and everything? Anything else around Brighton targets or them looking to bolster in any in any parts of the pitch? Um, I've read that they're looking for or they are uh, they've seen trying to sign a left back from Argentina. Was it? Uh, but I'm not sure. I don't think. Like, if we know the players Brighton are signing, they're doing their job not well. <laughs> I think more more likely is that they're, they're, they will think about recalling someone like um, Sarmiento from West Brom or some other loanee that they have out uh, who is actually playing football uh, because that would... That would have them sort of 
the reintegration to the Brighton system would be much less of a pain than than a new new uh, signing coming in. So I think anyone they sign will not be fantasy relevant or playing that much. I don't think they'll sign first team players. Yeah, that was kind of my thought too. Anything that said, uh, Buonanotte and Igor came off injured today as well. Did they really? Yeah. Oh no! I had turned the Arsenal game on by that point. Wow. So I, I, I have no idea if they have eleven fit first team players at this point, and that uh, Louis oh. Dunk is suspended for the West Ham game. Well, we're doing we're doing really well on time. Let's let's take a second to talk about Brighton, um, just in terms of, of fantasy assets, because um, obviously we've seen a lot of rotation. Joao Pedro finally had what you could call a breakout match, um, one in which he started and did he finished as well, or, or at least got close. Um, and, you know, you've got Welbeck, you have Milner chipping in with uh, an assist. You've got just like these attacking returns are coming from everywhere and, and not always the places that you'd expect. So <laughs> as fantasy managers, how, how are we proceeding with Brighton assets here? I feel like we talk about this every week, but it, it changes every week. First question is: Are we dropping uh, any one of the injured players? Okay, let's start there. I've yeah, I've gone back and forth on a dingra. I haven't brought myself to do it yet, um, just because he's been so good and so um, nailed on. But it's a long time—four to five weeks—and then need to bet him back in. I know there, there's not that many games in January, but it just seems like a long time. Yeah, I agree. I think Mitoma is an obvious keep, but um, yeah. but Odingra is teetering. And CISO's got to be back soon, right? He, still... I think he suffered a setback, and it's going to be after oh, January. Yeah, it's after there. the break at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was looking at him as well. He was one of those where I'm like, ooh, should I really? And then it just, yeah. no, no. Yeah, as far as like, I mean, just listen to this list. Like, as far as you know, on fan tracks, how they have the torn, the torn flag, and you're always, it always breaks your heart to see the the torn flag. You've got Matoma, Adingra, Enciso, March, Ansufati, Joel Veltman, Tariq Lamptey, Adam Webster, all with torn flags. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's an insane list, um, and that's not to mention Igor or Bonanote who who have, haven't been updated yet. That's that's un, unreal. But yeah, then again, if if so, the only thing that makes me makes me want to definitely keep a Dingra is that is that even if most or some of these guys come back um, and they crash out of Europe um, in February, then I hope they do. I hope they do as well. And then that end of the season, you want a piece of that. And I think Adingra is 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 a good piece to have. I mean, he was one of the bright spots um, in in the s- schedule so far. So yeah, so I will. I I think I'll keep him. Like I think I'll I'll back myself to to make make do with a shorter bench in the upcoming four to five weeks. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. I mean, 
so if Buonanotte is okay, um, it looks like he's at least got a spot, or at least I, I don't even know with this team anymore. But it looks as though he'll he'll be starting more matches than we had originally thought he would. Um, and so I still view him as a streamer. I don't know if this has changed for you guys. He, what do you get today? Three? I mean, he doesn't yeah. play enough minutes, though. That's the concern. It yeah, was, even like, when he starts, he's off at what, 50 or 60? Yeah. I'll throw you this. Would you rather Bruno Notte or Hinshelwood? Oh, yeah. I was, was going to say, if he's if he really is injured, then they'd have to probably put Hinshelwood in that right wing spot. This is the and first time the Woods. Oh, no, I take it back. He's gone. He went 85 on September 30th, and then this is the first time he's gone more than 74, um, aside from that, back in September 30th. That checks out. I don't know, man. At this point, there aren't many people that you can um, sub him out for. That is to say, if he's... um, he's, uh, not injured but 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 with all these like good brighton assets being out and stuff like that, do we just assume that whoever he replaces with they still maintain a similar attacking level or at what point do we just say okay maybe we just avoid them wait until the good assets are back and then consider who we can stream from that team again exactly yeah i think i think that's a smart move the only thing that that will get me back uh, on side with Brighton is the fact that they play West Ham, Wolves, Luton, Palace, Spurs, Sheffield United, Everton, Fulham, oh. Nottingham Forest. That is that gets them <laughs> to March. That is their schedule until March. I would want an attacking asset against all of those teams, essentially. Oh that's, man, that's, that's the issue. Beautiful. That's like if if it was even just slightly worse. Then I would probably be okay dropping from Buenos uh, Aires, but that that schedule, man, that that is is tasty. Ryan, I ask you this only because you you have the the article that people should check out about Afcon and uh, the Asian Cup, um, about everybody in the entire Premier League who's going to be missing time and who might slot in um, and benefit because of that. Um, Matoma now set to miss the next four weeks. Is there any chance he just doesn't go to the Asian Cup? Yeah, I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think he or Adindra will. It doesn't make any doesn't make any sense for them to uh, to go was, because they're not going to be fit enough in time. What, was it Mane who went to the Afcon and ended up not playing a minute last time around? Or it was someone. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Mane who they they brought and then hoped. Yeah, might be ready by the like semis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be ready and then wasn't ready and then wasn't ready for the final or maybe was ready. It was it was a whole thing. So, yeah, I'd rather he not go. Honestly. Yeah. Same. Hi, hi, hi. All right. <laughs> oh, Simon Simon is saying Mane scored the winning penalty in the final, no? 
This was a previous one, I think. Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay, this okay. one. Fair enough. I love I don't it. Remember. Maybe it wasn't Mane. It, it was someone like a big name. Maybe it was Obama Yang or something like that. I, I don't remember. But Wait, yeah, who had gotten injured and gone? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, it yeah. was Ishmael Asar, right? At Watford, he had an ongoing knee issue or something like that. I yeah, but he didn't he didn't he there. refuse and stay? He's didn't he refuse to go and stay back? And then he ended up going, I think. He, had oh, did he? <laughs> played a bit in the tournament. I'm pretty sure he did. I don't remember that because I remember I had him that year and I was maybe, I was really excited. Was the news came out that he was he was gonna stay back, and I was like, no, Yes, it, it wasn't it Dennis who rejected the call up. Emmanuel Dennis. Dennis. Oh, Dennis, am I, I mixing up Watford assets? Involved in some drama, but he always yeah. is. Denny boy, Anyways. love it. Menace, love it. <laughs> the absolute. Is he, is he alone somewhere, or is he just uh, riding with the kids at the forest? I Dennis the Menace. Yeah, let's let's look him up. <laughs> I he I think he might just be with the U twenty ones. Let's see. Uh oh. He's in uh Turkey, isn't he? Bashakshir? Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he left. On loan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. He's in Istanbul on loan. That a baby. Nice. I wonder how he's doing. We don't have that kind of time. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Let's move along um, to a team that uh, is giving me flashbacks to when England took it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. Classic, Tom. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Let's move on to a team that has uh, quite a few talking points around it at the moment, but um, is maybe set to have a transfer window that is a little more boring than people are expecting. Um, Manchester United. So we have... Sir uh, Jim Ratcliffe coming in, who uh, is taking over, what, a 25% share of the team, um, has promised to revamp the the stadium. Um, they're really excited about this, and he is going to be obviously contributing money toward, toward transfers, which obviously is getting um, not only just Manchester United fans, but also uh, fantasy managers pretty excited. I have heard that most of those moves will come in the summer. Um, they're looking for a striker. Lee Hoyland say what you will about his goal this weekend, uh, is not it. And they're also looking for defenders, but as far as, um, actual transfers in this January, I've not heard much in terms of, um, United. Have you guys? No, no, but they are one that are good for a surprise signing, I think. Yeah, that's one to keep your eye on. But, I mean, would anybody... I don't know that anybody would walk into into that 11. I'll, it's, I mean, I'm saying it like the, the 11 is solidified or that you have any fucking clue who's going to play week in and week out for them. But I think they need a CB more than anything. or And a defensive midfielder, which they have needed for since... To know ever ever Might i don't know they it. yeah <laughs> they have a cb who's been there for seemingly the last 20 years holding it down i don't know why they would need to to move on from longevity that's, yeah. that's the name of the game <laughs> um the the 
headlines actually could be around outgoings for Man United. Um, so Jaden Sancho has got a number of suitors in uh, Germany. Mason Greenwood, uh, actually, uh, Hitafe is saying that they might want to break their uh, transfer record to bring him in for like 40. And then potentially Anthony Martial could all be moving on. And talk about just money from just nowhere. Like, imagine all of those transfer fees just from from players who don't even play football at the moment. <laughs> like, how do how does Man United do this? <laughs> I mean, I doubt that they're getting transfer fees for any of those. But but yeah. <laughs> If they if they are, then it's it's uh, it's going to be even better than Chelsea sending Kulibali. <laughs> Chelsea sending everyone to Saudi. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't think any either of those or any of those three, sorry, um, are are Premier League bound. So again, that doesn't really excite you about their landing spots either. So I think we can probably just move on at this point. Somebody All right, other Greenwood in one of my leagues. Oh Lord! <laughs> I mean, just gonna leave that there. Yep, yep. No comment. No, no. Uh, West Ham. You guys mentioned West Ham earlier. They are potentially bringing in a striker, and that could be interesting. I've saw a number of news stories that they're looking at Sasha Kalajic, which is very interesting. Um, or even Timo Werner to bring in um, to bolster their their front line, because like you guys already mentioned, clearly, they clearly don't need goals just to play. Need <laughs> a warm body. <laughs> I know, like they already have Antonio, right? And if they don't want goals, that's your man. I mean, Werner, he started two games this season. Scoring two goals, uh, which is not very good. Um, he scored nine goals in 23 starts last season. So just general Timo Werner numbers. But that said, I think I think they, if they're not... like He kind of fits the role that they want their forward to play. Like a, a transitional sort of can play on the wing as well, uh, rotate mid-game with with all those um, attacking assets. So I think I could see Werner working out um, there. I I don't understand Kalajic is such a different type of uh, player and a worse one as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I guess I haven't seen enough of him to know what type of player he truly is. Like, I mean, he's six seven, so you can you can guess. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, okay, kind of send the ball in over the top and see if he can come down with it, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe maybe what they wanted um, Skamaka to be. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say they never gave him a proper run out. Like, I don't. That's what I don't understand. And that's that's where that's where um, this sort of segment should end with West Ham. Like anyone, 
anyone they sign. Shut it down. Do, do we really think <laughs> that he starts more than five games rest of the season? Okay, yeah. Or or does he do jack shit? Because like, look at what their strikers have done if they're not named Jared Bowen. Like, just, they just even do if, nothing. Even they do if nothing. He does well. Will you be able to hold him? Like, people are almost dropping kudus and. Uh, People definitely dropping Ben Rama two seasons ago, and yeah, it's just like it's just like it kind of works. So like the results are coming, so I can't knock Moyes for doing it. But he's just so slow getting these players on board. Yeah, yeah, he really is. So I I doubt anyone who comes in at West Ham is fantasy relevant for that reason. Yeah, and Kudus was a thirty. Yeah. Must yeah, there you go. Eddie would be actually Eddie could be fun there. But we, we all know Eddie doesn't ghost and look at I mean it's the same thing with Antonio. It's Yeah. You're gonna have boomer bus weeks. Um but yeah, I was gonna mention Kudus was a ghost today. Played ninety in, in a two two nil win and did I mean did, I hardly saw him on the pitch. They had the ball like Eight percent possession. It was <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. I love. Yeah, your comparison to Stoke. I love that. It I was, love that. It was exactly that. Tony Pulis at his smash and grab. I mean, you could have said Mourinho Chelsea as well, but oh, yeah, knows. Yep. Stubborn, stubborn. I was going to mention Ben Rama actually, Toddy. There's there's potential that he goes somewhere. And I would absolutely. Yeah, but he's leaving for Afcon, isn't he? Oh, that's right. So, I was looking at him as well, but you're not gonna hold a no. player who might go somewhere where he might play. That's a good point. <laughs> but okay, so if he comes back from Afcon and he's he's secured a transfer in the time that he's been gone, if he goes back to Brentford, okay, I, I like that. That'd be tasty, yeah. Get the get the Mopai Ben Rama <laughs> team back together. Twenty nineteen. Oh, Wait, okay, Mopai Ben Rama. Who Watkins. else could yeah, they, they, who else could they add? Oh, well not I mean Doc Watkins. I mean I, I want I want somebody who's like near washed up. <laughs> like somebody who's like almost at this point rinsed and they just like they come back in the I, I think they can Alana. From uh, Brighton, Lalana's a good call. Willian, really? Yeah, I love it. Okay, all right, good. We did it. We did it. Um, (laughs) Okay, perfect. Before before we ruin it. (laughs) All right, so Newcastle. um, Looking at midfielders, uh, potential of Calvin Phillips being discussed there. Uh, I saw something about a seven million uh, pound loan fee, which would be seems to me a lot. But Manchester City want a lot. So we'll see if that takes shape. It, I don't know. It seems like a long shot to me, but who knows? Regardless, um, Robbie said that if that did happen, he would be pretty excited about Bruno G. In every league. I I, <laughs> I I don't see the the linkage, the allure. Much. Yeah, I mean, maybe he gets forward a little bit more. 
Yeah, I think that's the assumption. I mean, that's I know that's the narrative, but like, I think I think if I went up to or DM'd anyone in my leagues who had Bruno G, if they were willing to sell, then they would they would be scouring the internet to to <laughs> find if he's why you want swapped to... positions to forward or something like that because <laughs> because. Be, he's just <laughs> not the kind of asset that you trade for, is he? Yeah, yeah. No, like no, not at all. Not at all. Barely hovering above uh, droppable, but still a bit better. So you're not going to drop him, but you just run him out in the hope that he plays well and gets you like a random goal or whatever and gets you like eight points. Yeah. It's just, I hate those. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right, well, let me put a bow on this uh, this segment. And meanwhile, listeners, if you have any questions, this is a rare time when um, we <laughs> are actually not going to go over our time by like an hour and a half. Um, so if you have any questions, pop them in the chat. We do have a couple seconds we can get to them. So do that while I am putting a bow on this segment. So from everything that I've heard, from everything that I've read, um, most pundits are expecting this to kind of be a pretty underwhelming transfer window. So that being said, for everybody who's holding fab, for everybody who still has a hundred fab, or if you've built up uh, a fab war chest or something like that, if there's an asset that comes in that you're not quite sure about that, you know, you're pretty sure they're going to get game time or they, you know, they may or may not. Um, you're probably going to want to spend because I don't know that this is going to be one where we're going to get a lot more. This would be a perfect one where if you, if someone does come in the league who has kind of a sexier name and you could trade out a whole load of fab to get in a player who actually plays, that's, that's the play I think for this January, um, lower table clubs, uh, as you can kind of see on the screen, lower table clubs, they, a lot of them have basically reported that they're not really looking to do business at all in, in January, unless something falls in their lap because we're in an awkward situation where the teams at the bottom of the table are so bad that mid table clubs are not concerned about staying up. And so they're not, they're just not going to spend in January, which is, which is crazy, but that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at. Um, so yeah, we can, we can, we can move on from transfers unless you guys have anything else. Good to go. All right, nice. I am choppy. Let's let's go. Hold on, one second. Um, just just sorry. Okay. Um, but, but, here we go. Okay, your questions answered. Here we go. Um, so I had already answered this for Magnus. Um, but way back in the chat, he had said, da, da, da. "Okay." Um, sorry for the late question. Just joined. Would you trade Sarabia for Matoma right now? Sorry, would you trade in Sarabia, giving away Matoma? No. No. This will no. sound familiar because I asked your advice on this earlier I, I, today or yesterday because I got the same trade. I can see the appeal. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The temptation. Um, the temptation is huge. Uh, Sarabia has been lights out, but but um, the looming return of Neto will re 
align the wolves attacking output and i need to see where sarabia fits in both essentially on the pitch and fantasy points wise before before considering him as a top 50 asset now's a good time to sell high on sarabia if anything like if you own sarabia i think get some value for him that's a good Would point. You trade him out to get Mitoma, who is out for five, six weeks. I mean, not Mitoma, but I, I think you can definitely get someone that is maybe not performing well. Like, if you went Sarabia and Fab to get like a Martinelli, because I know we were chatting a bit about him um, in our WhatsApp or whatever. Um, but stuff like that, it, it, because if um, if Martinelli, uh, sorry, if uh, Mitoma is going. Um, for the Sarabia pick, like I would have assumed, Matoma and Martinelli was drafted in a similar round. Yeah, yeah, round two, three, two, um, maybe. or maybe even get one of the Liverpool forwards as well. I don't know while Salah's going for a bit. Who knows? I don't think you can get Liverpool forwards for Sarabia. Maybe you can get Kakpo. Can get Martinelli maybe Kakpo. Yeah. Gakpo looked like really, really good in the in the last game as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he had yeah he has games where he'll do that. Or... Yeah, we'll see. But yeah. yeah, try to shop Sarabia. All right, fair enough. No. Um. Okay, I am choppy. Here we go. Okay, morning guys. I was offered this trade and could use your opinions. I've been offered Watkins, Joe Linton, and Mudrick. For Gibbs White, Kulusevsky, and Gusto. What? That's a weird one. He says, real quick, he says, for context, my <laughs> forwards during AFCON are Doku, Hoyland, and Adebayo. The mids are currently Bowen, Gibbs White, Kulusevsky, Ducore, Sarabia, Jesus. Cook, Ramsey. So, once again, Watkins, Joe Linton, and Mudrick in. I no. Yes. That's like Watkins and Jolinton for Morgan Gibbs White and Kulu, right? Because Moody's yeah, like a streamer. Moody's a streamer. Guso's a streamer. Yeah. Watkins is the best player in this trade. Yeah. Watkins yeah. better than MGW, but Kulu better than Jolinton. I'd Did cut it. the fat and just do MGW or Kulu plus Gusto for Watkins. Here's a question, though, guys. Is Kulu better than MGW going forward? Very close. Yeah, that's true. So those are two pretty premium mids to be giving up. He said his mids are Bowen, MGW, Kulu, Ducore, Sarabia. That's a great midfield, man. Nice yeah, job. He, he can afford to get rid of one of them for for a forward. And so yeah, what Ryan I think it makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. To cut the fat. Honestly, don't it. bring in Joe Linton. I've had him. Yeah. He's so frustrating. It's not. It's not worth it. Yeah, don't do counter, it. Counter MGW or Kulusevsky, um plus Gusto straight up for Watkins. Boom. I like that. Get, get your week in week out striker plus an extra roster spot for streaming. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, MGW and Kulu is really close. I'm, really interesting isn't it kulu's been lighting it up yeah, yeah. i mean i lean kulu, but well. yeah. 
Yeah, but that that Kulu value is not going to stay same though rest of season, surely. Don't think so. I mean, no. he loses value not playing in the ten, but then he yeah. gains value playing next to Madison when he's back. Yeah, but we would have thought that, but he wasn't scoring he wasn't at all. Doing, yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah. doing well at the beginning of the season. That that's fair. I think yeah, Brendan drops out. And. Well, just once everyone's back, I think Brennan drops out. Um, and yeah, Kulu... I think Kulu's, Kulu plays, but just a yeah, value. Yeah. yeah. Kulu retakes that spot on the right wing. Was my thought, but hard to yeah, say. Yeah. All right. Um, I recognize this guy, George George George, on Discord. George George George. George. Cubed, yeah. This is his Discord Discord name. Um, was chatting in Discord. Thoughts on Ramsey going forward? He's, I mean, he's the same Ramsey. Like, he can get you a brace. He can also get you 0. 0.5. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, he just got to yeah. ride it. Ride it out. I would he's hold. a mid three? Can be. Four. Would you rather Ramsey or Brownhill? Rest of season. <laughs> Ramsey, obviously. Sanji? <laughs> Brownhill ghosts much, much, much better. So yeah. So I think I'd probably go Brownhill, but it's close. It's zero upside. More minutes for Brownie. The war is is Ramsey all day. The war would say Ramsey. Yeah. All right. Nice draft espresso. Is it worth relying on mostly a streamer defense if it means you can solidify your mids and forwards? The question of our time. It, I mean that, yeah, that really is. I mean, so, usually, hmm. usually, streaming defense is 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 a good way, yeah. even if it's just like two or three spots and and keeping keeping one. Uh, premium defender and then streaming the rest. But this season has been pants for streaming defenders, and um, we talk about it somewhat, <laughs> somewhat regularly. That um, that uh, streaming defender value has fallen off uh, in recent seasons as well. So I don't think like it should be dismissed as streaming defenders is a good idea. So I wouldn't give up my premium defenders to get better at midfield and forward. I would give up my mid-level defenders to get better at midfield. Not at forward, but at midfield, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think it kind of depends on how the season's gone for you and what your draft day strategy was. Um, before it became obvious that it was going to be supremely difficult to stream defenders this season, um, I still went with the, oh, you can wait forever in the draft to get a, to get a defender. No big deal. Um, so I find myself streaming defenders every single week and there are weeks where it works out and there are weeks where it definitely does not. Yeah. Like I had Kwanzaa this week, which could have gone one of two ways, either yeah. quite well or horribly. And it went quite well. 18 it, went, points. <laughs> it went quite well. Very yeah. Well. Yeah. That's sad. That's sad. Um, we have had three clean sheets this week and two the week before. That's crazy. Yeah. So that that sort of undermines the 
little uh, streaming value that that you've had. That, that's a good point. Yeah. So I'd rather a premium defender and a weaker midfield and forward than uh, giving up my premium defenders for for um, mids and forwards. Like I have Estrepignan and and um, TAA and Gomez and Tarkowski in a league, and I'm flying with that defense. Like of course, that's a, that's a ghost defense if you've ever seen one. Defense is so weird this year. Like when you say premium defenders, right? I mean, I'll, I'll read you the top five: Trippier, Alexander Arnold, Van Dyke, Poro, Tarkowski. After that, yeah. After that, it's some rando, isn't it? It's Joe Kim Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's Ethan Pinnock, okay, who was terrible this week and ha- actually has been recently not great. Um, he was great. Well, I mean, okay, fine. Yeah. He, he still put up positive points in a 4 1 loss, <laughs> which I guess, yeah, that checks out. I mean, Analytically, he was good. Yeah, yeah. Team facing <laughs> a, not, defend, not. a defender facing wolves, getting one point. Not great. Do you want to offset ghost points or do you want total points? I'd I'd much rather yeah. the former. Makes me feel better. I'd I'd much rather points. To be fair. <laughs> so then we've got Sanji's boy Dinye. We've got Robinson, Sue Fall, Ben White, Diogo. Do- you know what? I changed. I changed my mind. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with stream defenders. Because just looking yeah. at that at that leaderboard, who the hell I mean, knows? If, if you don't have the, any of the top, top five, seven maybe with Pinnock and uh, yeah, Dinier, yeah. excluding Anderson. Yeah, if you don't have that top seven, then then you're better off streaming. So if you if you can trade out Sufal or or. Um, Robinson and, and the likes, then then by all means, uh, get a better mid. If you have the top scoring defenders, then then I'd rather them. Nice. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, a question that Omar has for us. He's reminding everybody, first of all, to hit the thumbs up button on the video, which we should say a lot more. Um, <laughs> but uh, definitely hit the thumbs up button on the video. That would help us out a lot. Uh, we appreciate everybody who is here with us, and we've had some decent numbers today. So that was that was amazing. We have, have we ever said like and subscribe? Should, yeah, no. shouldn't we say smash a like? Isn't that? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to say that. I just watched that um, that South Park episode about uh, influencers and uh, and Prime. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Oh man, their social I'm, commentary is some of the absolute best. They're just I'm, I'm downloading the new new uh seasons for the flight to vietnam oh, oh good as, yeah. as you should absolutely it's so good all right so omar his real question is this but my infamous t- infamous 10 team non-ghost is it time to drop Stavish. a dinger or doku it's time to drop yes. that league <laughs> yes <laughs> and yes yeah so when he says that space for time yeah, if anyone's confused when he says that, I think what he means is that um, the it's league FPL. doesn't. Yeah, it's it's FPL scoring. The league doesn't award points for um, things like successful dribbles or things like uh, shots on target. Uh, it's just going to be attacking returns, clean sheets, those kind of things. 
Yeah, they're both injured. They both are more ghosts than returns. So, yeah, I would it, drop them both. I might hold Doku. Yeah, I'd hold Doku. Plays with a good team. You can always nick a attacker return from somewhere. Well, that's fair. I'd definitely dr- drop a Dingra. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I'd probably dr- drop a Dingra in a ghost point 10, ten team league as well. Yeah. And he said he said nobody trades in his league, so it's either drop or, or yeah. keep. So, I'd all right. Uh, last one, and then move on to to streamers. Um, thanks for everyone who who submitted some questions last minute here. This was awesome. This is the reason why it's awesome to have chat. You guys are incredible. Uh, okay, Tom Husband. Real question: What the fuck are you doing with Diaby? <laughs> you know what's so funny? I, there were there was a period of time in this season when I was sending out trades for I thought Diaby was gonna just go nuts the rest of the season and i was sending out trades i was trying to oh yeah i was trying to get him in for you know guys like mcneil guys like i mean just yeah sending out anybody i could to try to get him in and i'm so so glad that those (laughs) those owners declined i think you you gotta hold um he's yeah he's got the potential uh just going through a rough patch i think there's nothing else you can do but hold because you wouldn't get you get pennies on the dollar for him and he still has the uh <laughs> Tom's in my league. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> he Tell said make you an offer. Yeah. 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 Not anymore, Tom. You, sorry. What you do with what you do with Diaby is sell him to Joe for next yeah. to nothing. Next to nothing. <laughs> exactly. Next to nothing. I clearly still, uh, I clearly still believe, but I don't know. It, it, at this point, it's it is next to nothing. I mean, you're not going to get a whole lot. So either you're holding, or you're selling at an all time low, or you're dropping. <laughs> Omar, Omar says he has Diaby too. Sorry, man. <laughs> Motley Crew, Tom has a uh, or no. It's... Somebody had a question about Dan Byrne. Oh, yeah. pubs with Ab. Pubs with Ab. Oh, I didn't see that. What did he ask? Thoughts on Byrne worth holding? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, ooh, that's a terrible. Mm. I schedule. dropped. I dropped Livramento. I did too. Yeah, me too. Um, I think I'd drop. You're not going to start him. You're not going to feel comfortable starting him in the next three. Nah. Yeah. Someone dropped Char, and I was contemplating. Uh, paying, I dropped Char like to get him a month in. ago, and mm. then I then I saw that upcoming schedule been, and he's also been trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, dropped. let's be honest. Even even the schedule after that, you know, because in the question, Pubs with Ab mentions um, Liverpool away, Man City, Villa away. Well, then you have Luton. Yes, it's at home. It's at St James. Sure. But then you have Forest away, which we know is a difficult matchup. And then you have Bournemouth, the informed team. And then you have at Arsenal. Yeah, I think I'm dropping. Try yeah. to pick back up for Luton, but that's. Yeah, try to get him for. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, he's just. Okay, he's a streamer. That's probably right. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the Newcastle defenders, bar Trippier, obviously, are streamers. 
All right, real quick before we go on to um, to our streamers, Draft Pie actually commented um, on our our Twitter post for this stream, and he said, "Just one question for the pod: New Year's Eve is soon. Which manager would you most want to have a night out with, and which manager the least?" You can't chicken out of the second question, and please ignore club loyalties. What's the tough Gary O'Neill for me? Gary like fucking lad. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Yeah, he'd be a good time for sure. That's a good. That's a good show. Actually, that's a really good one. Very good show. I think Eddie Howe as well. Yeah, he looks like he'd be annoying though. Annoying? Yeah. <laughs> I can know it all. He'd be like, yeah. Like he's got to stick up his ass? Shit. Yeah. All right. Same That's with, fair. Like, Uriola. Uh, it's Thomas Frank. Uriola. It's not close. Thomas Frank. Thomas it's Frank. Thomas Frank for me. It's not close. Yeah, he'd be fun. He'd be yeah. fun. But he'd be more of a, like, um, drink at the table until you fall over type of uh, and talk, talk fun. Not, not like go, going out and to a rave. True, true, fun. true, true. But Daichi. No, people in chat are saying Daichi. Daichi that guy's going to fight somebody. Too much of a lad, exactly yeah. Exactly no, no, why no, no. you should I, hang out with Daichi. Exactly. I definitely want Daichi, to be honest. You are getting into a fight if you're with Sean Daichi. There's, there's not even a question. I thought that was the plan, though. All right, so and and who are we not? Ignore your club loyalties and ignore oh, just, if you just just because you hate a club, don't hate on the manager. We're talking specifically like manager personalities. Who uh, would you least want to go out with? Probably Roy because be <laughs> Roy. <laughs> well, Roy's probably not going to be able to stay up until midnight. <laughs> Roy, Roy would old, so. fall asleep <laughs> on the coach. He would be the one who guards the coats. <laughs> <laughs> and David Moyes would tell you to go to bed, so not him either. No, Moyes would be Moyes, the worst. Moyes would be, Moyes would, I think these uh, Pep, Guardiola, and uh, Arteta types wouldn't be fun. Oh, yeah. Or Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> Ooh, Eric Ten Hag. And Unai, Unai Emery would be boring as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's too polite. Yeah, yeah, he would be. He would be like, these are all these are all guys. Yeah, that's a great impression. Um, (laughs) These are all guys that just have like analytics running through their head twenty four seven, right? So it's like that they don't they don't know how to like be a human being with another person. That was that was my that was my thought with Eddie Howe. He would definitely bring Tyndall, and that would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) He would bring Tyndall. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like it's like Tommy DeVito and his agent. That's that's amazing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Good question. Roy is more of a croquet buddy, says draft espresso. <laughs> Pick a ball. Maybe early drinks, like like pre pre lunch drinks. Day drinking Dre drinks, yeah. Lunch martinis before hell yeah. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's go. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean just just it's like, like that. Uh, Ryan, it's like that bar that we went to in, in D.C. that's like in a library. That'd be the perfect oh, yeah. place to take Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Quotient no, I'd, I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd go have some Pims with him. Ooh. On, on the, on the nice Pims cup? Lawn. On the lawn. And sure. Just, just talk shit in the morning. <laughs> then 
just have a big big lunch and go to sleep. That would be, <laughs> be the day. That I'd sounds really it. nice, I'd actually. Yeah, that sounds lovely. <laughs> That's so great. Roy wins it. Roy, yeah. Well, Roy, if you're gonna if you're not going to stay up. Yeah. Roy, if you're not gonna stay up and then otherwise. Wilder would be good too. Yeah, Wilder good nice. <laughs> an all day session. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I mean Rob Edwards. Uh... I don't, nah. Who knows? Wouldn't I don't know. I don't feel to... like I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Wouldn't be able to score with Rob Edwards there. That's also something to consider. I originally thought the question was uh, which of us, like managers, would we pick to go out with? Oh, I you're Mark Genie for that. He's young. He would show some exuberance. I wouldn't probably need that at this point. Yeah, I mean, definitely Genie. Does he exist in real life, though? Is the question. That's fair. None of us have ever. We'll find out in a month. I, I've seen all of you. I don't see that happening, but I, I hope you do. Honestly, I hope I'm you gonna try. Too. I've seen all of you in person except for I've Sanji, tried. and We've I know tried. that you guys have seen Sanji in person. Yeah. Um. Everybody I, but Genie. None of us yeah. have ever actually seen Genie in person. No, that's true. Is he AI? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very <laughs> early. It's a very early, early, early. <laughs> well, that's why he has he has yeah. so many like. He has he has so many uh, opinions that are are nonconformist because it's like an early guy before it got calibrated. Yeah. <laughs> Type in off the beaten path draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spews out Giles. It's like it's like it's like if MySpace invented an AI. <laughs> That's genie. Let's let's close her down. Do some game week twenty streamers and get people out of here. Okay, uh, so let's talk streamers. We're talking one week plays, um, or potentially you know one to two weeks usually um, plays with high upside um, on your screen. If you want to head over to YouTube or um, turn your phone sideways, if you're on Spotify, you will see the defender and mid and forward fixture difficulty um, rankings for this week. This comes these come from our fantasy toolkit. So if that's something that you think is cool, um, check that out. The number in parentheses that you see next to the teams um, that are being played against. So, for example, Manchester City plays Sheffield United. Um, and in the defender category, you see in parentheses 10.5. That is the number of fantasy points that defenders on average score um, against Sheffield United. So, and of course, that is um, taking into account home and away fixtures as well. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's something to check out. If that's something that you think would be interesting or cool or helpful to you, go check out the Fantasy Toolkit. But on the screen, you can see it now if you turn it sideways. But that's but you can do that for the low, low price of $30, $30. using DraftMiss23 promo code. All right, Sanji, you're up first this week. Hit us with your streamers. It's all forwards. Uh, all forwards. Yeah, all forwards. Um, <laughs> it seemed it seemed the easiest uh, ones to kind of pick from, and it's uh, some of the players that uh, I'll be discussing in my waiver article. Nice. That should drop tonight or tomorrow. Um, but Chris Wood, uh, talk about new manager bounce, man. Uh, so it's the first time I think all season Chris Wood has played back to back ninety minute games. 
four goals and an assist. Um, he's not seventy points or something like that in two games. Yeah, absolutely crazy. I mean, he's not really that well known for ghosting, but if he's getting no. a chance and <laughs> eye test wise, he seems to have a good link up with Langa as well. Um, yeah, against a United team that were down two nil at first, even though they won that match three two, I, I do think that. Forest can capitalize on a poor uh, United defense and should be able to get a goal or two or maybe even win that game. So I, I do like uh, the likes of Chris Wood. And who knows, he could be on pens. We don't know what uh, Nuno's going to do with Gibbs White, etc. Uh, so next up, I've got uh, that guy, Welbs. I know we yeah. were all talking <laughs> about <clears throat> the Brighton fixture run as well. It's pretty nice. Um I'm not sure, uh, I'm not confident he's going to play 90 minutes, but if he's going to get the starts, and especially with Brighton missing all these injured players and stuff like that, if you do think they can maintain their uh, attacking quality up front, then uh, yeah, I like the likes of Danny Welbeck. Uh, then up next, um, oh, I talked about, sorry, a player that wasn't even on my list. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was looking at a completely different list here. Um Dango is the player I should have been talking about. Uh, so Dango chained. Um, yeah, and, and I didn't think that uh, he would have uh, thrived in playing in a left-back position. Um, but uh, he's been ghosting well. Um, I think he played 90... He completed 90 minutes in, in the match versus Fulham as well. Uh, got a couple of shots, which was kind of impressive. Um, and I think they're... A way to Spurs uh, and a Spurs team that have no fit centre back. So you'd think Bournemouth, the team in form, like you mentioned, Joe, uh, should be able to get an attacking return there. Um, so I think he will continue to get the start while Kirkus is out. Uh, do you know how long Kirkus is out for, by the way, Totti? Uh, he should be only back after the January break. So two or three more game weeks at least. Dango's okay. going Afcon now. Who Dango? Yeah. Mm. Well, I he should play this game week though. So yeah, this yeah. game week yeah. at least, um, I think I think it's a it's a safe pick. Uh, next up we got Elijah Adebayo. Um, yeah, I mean Luton strikers are probably not enticing, but even though like he scored uh what twelve and fourteen in the games that he got the goals. The ones after that uh, versus Newcastle and Sheffield, he ghosted quite well, uh, 9 to 10 points in each of the games. Uh, so, I mean, if you're looking for like a forward three, forward four sort of play, then uh, he, he could be your man. Uh, and at home, it's always a good fixture up against a very unpredictably shit Chelsea team at the moment. So, he, yeah, he could continue scoring well um, this game. Yeah, he's doing good. <clears throat> yeah. And then finally, Oda Bear. Uh, I mean, I test wise, this kid looks amazing. Um, and I think uh, after they lost Koliosha to injury, it kind of gave Oda Bear an opportunity to get consistent starts. And yeah, he, he's coasting really, really well. Um, I think 10 points in the game versus Liverpool as yep. well. Yep. So yep. yeah, uh, I, I know Aston Villa are very strong at home, but again, a little suspect defensively so i think you could get some joy there at least so yeah those are my picks and he's uh, auto bear at least he's ghosting against decent teams um so yeah i mean that could that could be that could be a, a, a good shot i like that one all right ryan you're up second 
Yeah, this was prior to Buonanote getting his injury. Oh, um, damn. Obviously. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a TBD. Um, but, yeah, should be getting starts the next few at least with all of those with all of those injuries and he was unlucky not to uh to get a goal today but so yeah he's he can be pretty hit or miss but um if you need a little bit of upside he might be your man um scott came back into the bournemouth side and yeah had a nice little dribble then assist um i think he dropped like 15 and a half so was taking set pieces he's a He's not only a streamer; he's a probably midterm hold um, for me in that uh, that Bournemouth midfield. So I'd be surprised if uh, if he didn't start, even though it's a it's a quick uh, turnaround and he's just coming back from injury. So that's that's the only thing to kind of be wary about uh, with him. But yeah, he he looks the part. Um, Belgard versus Everton. If I know that. Um, my drinking buddy O'Neill said that um, <laughs> that Twang was his back spasm was was temporary. But if it's not, then and with the quick turnaround, Belgard might get a shout. He looked good when he came on. Obviously, he got his goal. Um, so he's he's somebody I'm looking out for uh, versus Everton. The corollary to that is is Damsgaard versus Palace um, before the before the break. He got that or before their blank. He had that like 12 and a half point ghost point outing, but then hasn't started the last, the last two. So yeah, with all of the fixture churn, he might, he might get a shout versus, versus palace. If Jensen is back, then yeah, I wouldn't go for it. Cause yeah, he wouldn't have any shot at, at sets. Um, and I think he would be cannibalizing his, his, uh, his points. So yeah, Tom be, be wary about that. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, hate to say it, but uh, Gavardiol versus Sheffield. Obviously, Sheffield at home. If City were ever going to keep a clean sheet, it would be this. Um, <laughs> I was amazed to see you put this on there. Yeah, Gavardiol's yeah, was... the only one that that <laughs> uh, that really ghosts. Um, he got, I mean, it's nothing to write home about, but he still got six um, with a goal conceded versus versus Everton. So it's pretty good for, for City defenders, um, plus the matchup. So yeah, that's that's my pick. He gets forward a little bit too uh, on the left on the left back side. So, and they'll need him to didn't, to didn't break he, down that low block. In, didn't he come on as a sub as well? So there was six in in less than full time, wasn't it? I yeah, thought he, he came started, on, but no, no, no. He came on at half time. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, but the uh, Stones he, injury. Uh, Jones, uh, Stones. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um. So yeah, those are those are my picks. Nice. All right, Tati. Um, I have Nico Williams who set out the demolition of um of Newcastle, but yeah, it was be, unfortunate. Yeah, but should be back in the lineup uh, against United. Hopefully, um, Noni Madueke got that that uh, rare win that Sanji mentioned uh, and got a very nice compliment from Pochettino at the end of the game saying he really, really stepped up and, and really put his heart forward to to get in the game and, and uh, make it his. So I, I hope that he gets a start against Luton 
euh, Justin Cluver. Euh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for the same reasons as uh, the above stated uh, uh, Bournemouth guys against uh, CB less uh, Spurs, I expect Bournemouth to score and score probably, hopefully, multiple goals. So Clyburn has been has been there and thereabouts with, with the scoring and he I think he had some sort of look in on sets as well. Or he, he did have did have it at the beginning of the season, not sure with Scott in the lineup he, he gets sets or not, but he's definitely worth um, picking up. And uh, Edward still not back. Uh, Brentford Nathan Collins could could hand Palace a few goals as well. So Mateta, uh, who has been stream, who's who's been ghosting Wells, could could um, provide good value if you haven't decided on the eight forwards that we have suggested for yeah, this. Yeah, game. yeah. All right, Ryan, I got to apologize for all the shit that we give Toddy. For not looking at other people's streamers before you put them on, on your list, I went and put Scott on mine as well. I because I'll be honest, at the time I was like, "There's no way anybody else has this on their list." <laughs> For shame. Yeah. So um, I'll we have both to streamed him, or even Gavin did as well, didn't he? Yeah, we were on the on the Scott train. Damn, I'll have to sub in somebody else for that. Um, but. Ayat Nori, you got to just give a shout out to Ayat Nori. He's been fantastic recently. He's been ghosting. Um, he's been all right. Everton, not, man, it's tough. Weird do you want to do you want to stream a defender against Everton now? Who knows? A defender who, who you're going to drop because he's leaving for Afghan as well. Sure. So who knows? But if you're and. Granted, I got into this document last, so I did check most of them. I just, some reason, did not check uh, Scott. But, um, yeah, if you're hemmed up, I Nori, I think you could do worse than starting him against Everton. Um, same with Lamina. Lamina's been pretty decent in terms of just, like, a baseline of points. Um, I think he's one that could pop up with a random attacking return here or there. No, um, not even random. He has two attacking returns in the last two games. Well, yeah, and, well, I mean... And then an he falls expected, off a cliff. An yeah. expected uh, attacking return. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been fan- he's been fantastic. It's um, he's scoring goals, but it's not like he's getting eleven with a goal. You know, um, sixteen and a half and twenty and a half in the last two weeks um, against teams that are no pushovers uh, in Brentford and Chelsea. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think you could do worse than starting um, Lamina against Everton, thirty three percent rostered. So he's He's okay. Uh, and then I guess I will sub in instead of uh, Scott, Mr. Mr. Toilet Paper Man himself. Um, I will sub in. Why not? Let's go with. Let's go with Hudson Adoy. Why not? Let's go with Hudson Adoy. Um, I was looking at him as well. Yeah, had a decent run out this week. What's his roster hood? Roster hood is uh, 10. 10%. Uh, and he plays United. And to say that they're leaky at the back, I think, is an understatement. So I think you could probably stream him. They're long. A... They're long at the back. 
they're long at the back. Uh, he had six points this week um, away at Newcastle. Uh, and yeah, you know, again, this is, I, I was the last one to get in the document. So check out the other ones first, but <laughs> all right. Listen to the other guys, listen to the other guys first, but then, then you can listen to me if you want to. Um, okay. This has been a good one guys. Um, yeah. We're not best of, we're... best of luck to everybody. Go ahead, Tati. Yeah, we, I was just going to say we're not uh, going to pod until the new year. So, yeah. Happy year. Wow. Yeah, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. I was, yeah, it's just so we don't end up short um, and not go the full two hours. Um, <laughs> the This was the, a quick one. A short this, was, one. Yeah. this was a quick one. Yeah, when we didn't want to. The, um, all the all the forward picks just make me think like I don't remember a season so like streaming forward heavy. Um, those forwards are always usually the um, the odd man out, and they're so hard to get and to stream. Yeah. And now it's just like they're everywhere. So everybody's rocking a three forward line. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Does that does that um, play into? A bit about uh, your consi- your consideration on holding um, forwards or dropping them earlier than you would. Like it does. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll circle back to Adingra. I was going to say Adingra, actually. Yeah, I've been holding William too, and I'm just like I could Ooh. be streaming this spot easily. I dropped I dropped William. Yeah, with the same sort of thought process, I was looking yeah. at all these forwards and I was looking at, I had Aldo Baird and I had Wood and I had, um, um, what's his face? Um, Elanga on, on one of my benches. And I was like, and I'm holding William who like scores 20 every five games or something like that. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, I love the that 20 is gold. That 20 yeah. is gold. But whether when Odebert gets you ten almost uh, every week, then you just can't yeah. afford to hold William. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. yeah, I think it does have to play into that for sure. And I think it plays into gambling on picking up somebody like an Enciso and holding. Because why? Yeah, why would you? Yeah, right. makes yeah. sense. Interesting. Well, if you have further thoughts or ideas or questions, um, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, and um, we'll try to get to you before the the game week kickoff. Otherwise, uh, you can always sign up and send us confidential emails if you want to be a part of the inner circle, because we will see those definitely, even though we may not see Twitter as often these days, because, yeah, with it uh, with it changing to, to X, I just... No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't really care that much, but um, but yeah. I just, I don't log into Twitter as much these days. I don't know what it is, but anyway. All right, listeners, you guys are fantastic. Um, everybody who was in chat live, you guys are amazing. Um, thanks so much for the the well wishes and the uh, wishes for a happy new year. Tom, happy new year. Draft Espresso, happy new year. Pubs with Ab, who I just found out is uh, actually Draft Pie as well. Happy new year. Everybody, you guys are the best. Thank you all so much. Um, listeners on the, the podcast version, consider joining us on the live feed. It's a good time. Good luck to everybody this game week. We'll talk to everyone soon. Cheers.